Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakut Moran. We're going to pick it up right where we left off in Torah number 15, Os Hey, number 5. And we're going to see a section from the Torah from Rabbi Barbarchana that we had seen in previous Torahs. Rabbi Nachman is going to bring it up here for a slightly different application. Here we go. The wonder is happening of Rabbi Barbarchana. This is what he said. Ledidi he says, I saw this akrukta, we're going to see what that means in a minute, and it was as big as this city called Hagronia. Okay, how big, what's the size of this Hagronia? Shitin bate, 60 houses. So this akrukta was 60 houses large. Asatanina blah comes the Tanina, some type of serpent, and it swallows it up, the Akrukta. Asa Pushkansa, Ublaeya Lasanina. And then comes this bird, and it swallows up the serpent. Uslake Yasiv Bi'ilona. And it went up to sit on the branch of a tree. For those in the know, we have a little bit of a Chadgadya moment happening here. Then came the fire that day, the water, the ba da 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 That's what's happening. There's something we're going to see in a minute that it's a frog that got eaten by a serpent and the serpent got eaten by, by a bird. Come and see how awesome, how strong that tree was. Amar of Papa Bar Shmuel, he said, Had I not been there, I never would have believed him. This was too outlandish. Rav Papa Bar Shmuel is saying, wow, this was unbelievable. I'm so glad I was there so I can verify that which Rav Babar Khanna said. So far, we're straight out of the Gemara and Baba Basra, Daf 73 Bays. Now, in the Lakute Moran, they bring the Rashbam, the Rishon, on this Gemara. A Krukta. What does it mean when it says a Krukta? It's Fardea. This is talking about a frog. Ka'akra de Hagronia. What does it mean that it was like this place called the Hagronia? Gadohaya ka'oisakrach. It was as big as the city. When the Gemara says, Va'akra de Hagronia kamahave shitin bate, Talmuda ka'amrla. That the Gemara continues as follows. It's smooth. Asa tanina, Rabba kamarla. That's what Rabba said. The 60 houses, Pushkansa. What's the story with the Pushkansa? Oy Nakeva. This is a female raven. The Ilona, regarding this tree. Al anaf echad kaderecha It means that the bird went up on the branch the way that birds do. Lahemni, lahemanti. I wouldn't have believed him. I wouldn't have had faith in him. Adkan, that's the Gemara with the Rajbam. What we're going to do now is to dive into Rabbi Nachman's understanding of each piece of this Gemara, and he's going to, please God, illuminate for us what we can learn from this happening, not only to say, wow, Rabbi Barbarachana has seen some unbelievable things, but to dive deep to understand what we can learn from this. A krukta, what does it mean, says Rabbi Nachman, when the Gemara says a krukta? Perish Rabbeinu Shmuel says the Rajbam Tzifardeya. We saw that inside, that it means a frog. Vezebachinas, what does it mean that this Tzvardeya, the frog, came? Vezebachinas, alias hayira l'sharsha. This is the idea of elevating our yiras Hashem back to its source, as we've been learning about. Hainu das, which is the language of knowledge. Ki Tzvardeya, himila murkeves. 
Because the word tzifardeya is a composite word, it's broken up of tzipur and deya. A tzipur is a bird and deya is knowledge. Let's go further. The tzipur, who bechinas yira, the tzipur, the bird, is connected to this yiras Hashem. Bechinas eretz, which is connected to the land. How do we know that? Like the verse says, Nishayahu, miknafa aretz zmirois. Which means from the corners of the land, there are song, comes song. But knaf means corners, it also means wings. So there's something about the land and birds that are connected. And continuing, shakasiv, like it continues there in the verse, mi eile, who are these, literally, as the verse continues. And those are osios, those are the letters of the name Elohim, of godliness. Kav to ufena. These are the same as flying in the clouds, etc. Vadeya and knowledge, he shayira. Knowledge is the foundation, the root of Yiras Hashem. At the time of the recording of this shear, we just finished Yom Kippur. One of the Alchets is actively saying, I'm sorry for not recognizing Hashem in my life. The knowledge that Hashem exists, the knowledge that Hashem sustains us, the knowledge that Hashem loves us, when we deny those things, that's a sin of the highest order. We have an obligation to say, I know that Hashem exists in this world. Okay, next section from the Gemara, V'damya la'akra de Agronia, which was the Akra, the, that city of Hagronia. What's going on there? Loshon, Rav Nachman says that it kind of sounds like Kra begaroin, a call out from your throat, de Hagronia. You can hear it. La'akra de Hagronia. Kra begaron. So they sound similar. Rabbi Nachman is saying that language, la'akra de Agronia, of this particular city of Agronia, is a remez. It hints to this idea of calling out from your throat. This refers to the revealed Torah, that which we can say out loud, that's which, that which is known, that which is revealed and knowledgeable, the five books of Moses, that which we know, the written Torah, as well as the oral Torah, the things that are accessible to us. For those who the words are able to come out through their mouth, that through an elevation of Yiras Hashem, which is the concept of knowledge, as we said, that's how you merit more revealed Torah. Torah that falls into the category of Chumash, of learning the Rishonim, of the Torah Shebal Peh, and of Halacha, the core of our Torah. If we want to know more Torah, we have to recognize more Hashem in our life. The more we recognize Hashem in our life, the more we'll be drawn in Hafsiyata Dishmaya to learn more of the revealed Torah. Okay, diving into the next part of our Gemara, we say, How big was it? It was six houses large. That's a really big frog. This is the concept of prayer. Let's see how this works. Because when we call out Hashem, with the imagery that we're able to understand of human beings, of our intellect, that we find that we can find Him whenever we call out. Whenever we call out to Hashem, that's where He'll be. And this is a kindness of the Almighty. When we call out to Him, that's exactly where He is. Because if it wasn't for the kindness of the Almighty, says Hashem 
bis'arim, ushvachim, v'tevos, v'osios, it wouldn't be appropriate to call out to Hashem using the words that we understand because it's limited. When we say, Hashem, you're beautiful, what does beautiful mean? What is, Hashem, you're awesome, what does awesome mean? We use these words of, of appreciation and thanks that for us in our world mean great things. But when it comes to the world of the infinite, that's not appropriate. To say, Hashem, I'm giving you a dollar, but if someone has infinite dollars, if someone is making a hundred million dollars a month and gives eight dollars in tzedakah, that's horrendous. If you have someone who is very poor, who is barely making it, and gives eight dollars of tzedakah, that's very beautiful. We're talking about the infinite levels of, of praises. So it's a major chesed from Hashem to allow us to use our limited language and limited imagery and limited understanding to come to praise Him. Aval, however, this is all chesed from Hashem. And this is, we're going to connect it now back to our Gemara, this is the 60 houses. This is the concept of kindness. This is the concept of Avram Avinu. As the Pasuk says in Shirashirim, there are 60 kingdoms, 60 different kingdoms. Perish Rashi and Rashi says, this is talking about Avram. The 60 kingdoms that come up in Shira Shirim is Avram Avinu, Uvate, and the houses, Lashain Bate Malchus. This is the language of each house of kingship. How does that work? So Rashi is saying that each of the 60 houses refers to Avram and all of his descendants. You have Yitzchak and all of his sons and their sons, Yishmael and his sons, and then the sons of Keturah. And remember, Kabbalistically, regarding the character traits, Avram Avinu, Abraham, is Chesed. He's the Ish Chesed, is Avram Avinu. All of kindness, all kindness all day long. Vizeh, and this is what's meant also in Shira Shirim when it says, Samchuni Ba'ashishois. What does that mean? To support me with these wine jugs from Shira Shirim. What's going on there? Kamoshim Asimin Ashishois Keneged Or Gadol. This is like holding up these kind of reflectors against a large light, a powerful light, in order to look at, to carefully look at a great light, through these kind of reflectors. So too, just like those individuals who were able to take certain filters and look up at the sun, for example, to take, take a tool and use it to see the greater light, so too is Hashem's kindness of giving us the ability to see Him through our limitations. And this is what's meant when it says, Samchuni, that I rested upon. Samech. Samchuni means to rest. The letter Samech, which shares the same letters, that the letter of Samech, it sounds like an S in English, is, sounds very similar and really is the word of summit, of somech, of leaning against. And also, this, this is 60 of these houses of royalty, of kingship. Shishim, 60, is the numerical value of the letter Samech. Samech in Gematria is 60. Bechinas Avraham, which is Avraham Avinu, Shehu Bechinas Samech Bate which is the idea that Avram Avinu was represented by 60 different houses of kingship. On this note of the recognition that Hashem grants us kindness every single day, we're going to pause and pick it up next time. Until then, wishing everyone a beautiful day.